Did you know that 5G is 100 times faster than the previous standard 4G? 5G is the fifth and the newest generation wireless networking technology with lower latency. Fun fact, for all the promises that 5G provides, it also has brought about a ton of rumors and conspiracy theories, including the most recent narrative that the wireless network has brought about the coronavirus pandemic. <gasps> what? Regardless of that, I've been getting a ton of questions from you guys to cover my top 5G socks in my portfolio. So here I am today putting on my Investiva hat and giving you my two cents. This video is going to be part one of three on 5G stocks. Today, I'm going to look at the three different categories involved with the 5G technology. Then within each category, I'll roll out the top 5G stocks. For each of those stocks, I'll conduct a quick Investiva diamond analysis that analyzes every asset from a fundamental, sentimental, and technical point of view to see how it fits within your portfolio and with your unique risk tolerance. I'll also try to identify the key psychological levels that will give you the opportunity to buy these assets if they fit your portfolio at the lowest potential price. At the end of part three of this series, I'll also reveal the top ETFs that are heavily loaded with 5G stocks, and I'll also reveal the 5G stocks that I'm personally invested in. So make sure that when you subscribe to my YouTube channel, you hit that bell notification button so that you get a notification when parts two and three are out. Disclaimer, I'm not a financial advisor, I'm not a money manager, even though I did complete my education in certified financial planning, the CFP, and chartered market technician, the CMT, among others. But after I did those, I decided not to become a money manager and not to wait register with a broker. Why? Because as I was studying those things, I realized that anyone and everyone should become their own money manager. This is not rocket science. You can do this yourself and you should be in charge of your own money without relying on other people. And that's why I dedicated my career into teaching you how you can become your own money manager because I'm just that awesome. No, really, I'm like super cool. I mean, if you don't believe me, just ask my husband or not. We just had a fight. But I mean, even if you do, you probably will say that I'm cool because otherwise, he'll be met with the consequences. We are going to cue in the intro and while we do that, head over to the comment section and let me know, have you ever fought with someone on social media about their beliefs on 5G? Really? Head over to the comment section and spell the hottest tea. I'm so curious to know and trust me, it's my guilty pleasure to read your comments. We're gonna cue in the intro and let's go. three-time author and the founder of the Investiva movement, the march to jump on in order to take control of your financial future and to make your money work for you. I analyze tens of assets per week for our premium investing group or PIG members. So if you want to learn how you can get a three-month free membership to the pig, open up a new browser, type in learn.investiva.com forward slash yes, and register your seat for my free masterclass, where I teach you how you can take control of your financial future. And also I'll tell you how you can join the pig. Now let's talk 5G. 5G companies can be broken down into semiconductor manufacturers, also known as chip makers, manufacturers of basic equipment and infrastructure, and holders of real estate assets. 
Today, I'm going to analyze the top stocks in the semiconductor category. Before we get more into this, I first need to get the geek word of the day out of the way because a lot of these companies are involved with us, especially the next company that I'm going to analyze. Field Programmable Gate Arrays or FPGAs, which is basically a hardware circuit that a user can program to carry out one or more logical operations. Xilinx is the leader in FBGAs by market share and its chips are critical in the performance of a lot of devices in the communication, data processing, and industrial and consumer and automated markets. Xilinx designs and sells chips, but it outsourced manufacturing to third-party chip founders such as TSMC. The market cap is $23.9 billion. They do pay a dividend payment of 1.65% yield, and their earnings is coming up on July 30th, 2020. Now, the fans of Xilinx say that FPGAs have taken and are poised to continue to take market shares away from ASICs, and also that FPGAs also could provide Xilinx with future non-traditional growth opportunities. On the other hand, Xilinx haters say that Intel acquired the rival Altera, and that gave Altera substantial resources, which could allow Altera to close the performance gap with Xilinx in future. And also, although FPGAs are expected to grow at a faster pace, Xilinx revenue growth has actually been kind of lumpy. So generally, the market sentiment for Xilinx is currently neutral. Technical analysis, Xilinx has been around on the stock market since 1990s, and it reached a high back in 2000s, then it dipped down, and recently, especially in 2018, it reached an all-time high, then it dipped down, and it is now bottomed out. It bottomed out in March, and it's now on its way to go back up again, potentially because of all this association with 5G. Now, previously, I analyzed this for our premium investing group members about three months ago. And at the time, the market price was around here. And we had identified these levels as support levels where the Xilinx price could fall into. And it did, 191 and 80. And it bottomed out right below 80 and is now on its way up. Now, obviously, these are not support levels anymore, so I have to change them into pivot levels that I normally show in orange color. Zooming in, Xilinx price has recently broken above the daily Ichimoku cloud, which means that we have a bullish indication, but it has been a little bit choppy, which means that we could see more dips towards the key psychological levels at 91 and 80, meaning that if you're very into Xilinx, you could set your buy limit orders at 91 and 80, and then hold long-term. I've also identified the potential medium to long-term profit-taking levels at these areas, one being at the all-time high at 137, and then 153, 165, and 173. Normally, how I take profit is partial, meaning I don't sell all of my shares at one specific price just to mitigate my risk. The next 5G company in the semiconductor category is Qualcomm. Qualcomm develops and licenses wireless technology and also designs chips for smartphones. It has ridden the smartphone boom since the early 2000s, focusing on the tech behind the first 3G and then 4G mobile networks. 
It has a $102.6 billion market cap. It pays a dividend payment of 2.92% yield. And its earnings is coming up the day before Xilinx, July 29th, 2020. Qualcomm fans say that Qualcomm's portfolio includes chips enabling 5G communication, everything from the Internet of Things like industrial equipment and smartphones to cars, as well as modems and to other equipment that make up the 5G network itself. It has a ton of cash on its balance sheet to drive further hard innovation and has consistently paid a dividend for nearly two decades. On the other hand, the naysayers say that Qualcomm's chip business faces a ton of challenges from share loss at Samsung and Apple and also Qualcomm's licensing business faces regulatory scrutiny in the U.S., Taiwan, and most importantly, in South Korea. Qualcomm needs to diversify beyond smartphones, which may be challenging as a host of competitors are attempting a similar strategy. Taking a look at Qualcomm, we actually have had plenty of Viva wins, as you can see in my notes here for our premium investment group members. But Qualcomm has been actually kind of choppy in the past few years, which has enabled us to get in and out of its shares plenty of times and making a ton of profit. Now Qualcomm is heading towards an old time, the old time high levels of around 93. I already took partial profit of Qualcomm at 84 and our next profit taken levels are actually set at 95, 105 and 113. As it looks like that Qualcomm's price has been creating higher lows along this uptrend, which means gradually, regardless of the choppiness, Qualcomm's price has been moving up. This also means that we could expect Qualcomm's price to hit one of these key support levels in the medium to long term. So if you don't have any Qualcomm and you want to get exposed to it, you can set your buy limit orders at any of these levels, 78, 72, or 65. You could either hold on to it long term, depending on your risk tolerance in your portfolio, or take partial profit at some of these levels. Remember that holding a stock within a year will expose you to a higher tax bracket in the US. Now I'd like to hear from you. So far between Qualcomm and Xilinx, which one is your favorite? Why? Head over to the comment section and let me know. The next company in the top five semiconductor stock is NVIDIA. NVIDIA's graphics processing units or GPUs are best known for high-end video games, but they've found uses in many other applications, 5G included. 5G networks promise not only faster download speeds, but also the ability to handle higher traffic and intelligently route network signals where they are needed the most. In addition to this, GPU-hungry video games, especially cloud-based video games that are streamed over a network, could be one of the biggest beneficiaries of 5G, which can be a potential growth area for NVIDIA. NVIDIA has a market cap of a whopping $233 billion. It pays a tiny bit of dividends, 0.17%, and their earnings date is coming up on August 13th, 2020. The reason why I look at this is because normally before and after, the earnings date, we see a bit of a volatility in the stock price, which could provide us with potential buy and sell opportunities. Now, NVIDIA's fans say NVIDIA's graphic chips can be used for artificial intelligence and deep learning, which can potentially give them a massive growth potential. And NVIDIA was a first mover in autonomous driving market. On the other hand, NVIDIA's naysayers and haters say that the automotive endeavors face plenty of competition, which I tend to agree on, and a majority of sales come from maturing PC industry, 
via PC gaming. Personally, I think that with COVID-19, NVIDIA had a huge growth potential because a ton of people were just gaming in the house. But that has nothing to do with 5G. NVIDIA, I have covered it for a very, very long time for our premium investment group members as well. I have been in NVIDIA for a very long time since it was around $30. You have taken profit and got back in. I personally got back in around here this time around and I'm waiting for it to reach new highs at these levels to take partial profit. Even though Nvidia has been growing so much, its bullish sentiment is slowing down a little bit, hitting a resistance level here at 380. But because their earnings are not coming up for another month, we could see further gains potentially towards this level that I've identified as the next resistance level and then see a pullback. Now, a lot of people on Wall Street consider Nvidia as overvalued at the moment. And because of that, they may start dumping the Nvidia stock, which could help its price to go back down to one of these psychological levels. We have to readjust some of these based on the most recent price action. So if I didn't have any Nvidia and I wanted to get in the game, I would set my buy limit orders at one of these levels, 322, 288, and it may or may not reach but 260. Again, Nvidia as well has been choppy in the past and it could be choppy in the future as well, providing us with optimal buying opportunities. Now I'd like to hear from you. Do you think Nvidia is overpriced? Head over to the comment section and let me know. Now we're getting into smaller companies in the 5G semiconductor category. And one of the most famous ones is Skyworks Solutions, SWKS. But this also deserves to be on our list. This is a key smartphone and consumer electronics supplier, and the company has used its connectivity know-how to enter other markets, including smart home devices, connected industrial equipment, and medical devices. It has also developed some of the basic components that power the next generation 5G network. Skyworks specialty is radio frequency or RF. Its market cap is obviously smaller than its peers at 21.3 billion. It does pay a dividend of 1.40% yield and its earnings is coming up on August 5th, 2020. Skyworks fans say that though it's the smallest chip maker on the list, Skyworks has a healthy balance sheet to promote further growth as the next wave of connectivity services come online. And as more and more devices become connected to the internet via cell networks, Skyworks may continue to find new industries that may require additional RF chip content. Then we always have the naysayers. So the non-fans say that large consumers like Apple and Samsung have a ton of pricing power that could put a ton of pricing pressure on vendors like Skyworks over time. And Skyworks has a significant customer concentration with Apple. And if Apple were to ever switch to another vendor, it will be a damaging blow. On the chart, we see another similar pattern in the tech industry where the price spiked beginning of the 2000s, then it had a dip, and then it started to surge again after 2013. Skyworks reached an all-time high level this month at 137, and then it immediately pulled back. Between 2014 and 2020, its prices actually kind of consolidated and ranged between around 113 and 70. But this time around, it was able to break above it. But that doesn't mean that the choppiness for Skyworks has ended. For that reason, we could still see potential pullbacks towards the key support levels. I'm gonna mark them here 
based on Fibonacci trace mill levels. I might actually need to readjust this. Yeah, this is going to be better. Apparently, Wall Street is tracing Skyworks from this bottom. So the key levels are at 108.91 and the 50% Fibonacci tracement level of 76, which means if you're into Skyworks, these are the prices that you could consider setting as your buy limit order. Next is Corvo. It's a leader in radio frequency chips that they sell to smartphone makers and infrastructure in and defense customers much smaller than its peer Skyworks with only $12.6 billion in market cap. It doesn't pay a dividend and its earnings is around the same time as the other ones in the category. Corvo fans say that as wireless technologies shift to more advanced 5G networks, smartphones will require greater RF content per device, which should provide a nice runway for further growth at Carvo. But haters say Carvo has a significant customer concentration with Apple again, and it would be a damaging blow if Apple were to switch to another vendor, just like Skyworks actually, or if Apple suffers a severe slowdown in iPhone sales. So basically both Skyworks and Carvo face the same type of problems. Carvo doesn't have a ton of data on the stock market as it IPO'd recently, basically back in 2015, has been kind of choppy but the good news is that even though it's a relatively newly IPO company it has generally went up and is already above the IPO price which could be a big deal for tech stocks however my concern here is that it could be on the in the process of forming a double top chart pattern over here as it looks like that the bullish market sentiment has slowed down again as it hit the all-time high levels and it is going back down again. So for that reason, we could consider these levels as buy limit orders based off of natural tracement studies. I'm going to mark them as pivot level in orange, and then the 50% of natural tracement, which is the strongest of them all at 94. Last but not least is Cree Incorporated, the smallest company based on market cap, which is involved in manufacturing of wide band gap semiconductor products for power and radio frequency or RF applications. Its market cap is a mere 6.4 billion, which brings it just into the medium cap companies. And its earnings date is on August 18th, 2020. Cree fans say that it's readying up for long-term growth and has a bright future as it is a market leader in silicon carbide products. And the business has been gaining traction in the next generation technologies like EV and of course, 5G. Now, the bears say that while Korea has a bold vision, it has weak financials and a steep price. Is that true? Let's take a look at the technicals. Cree has been around since 1993 and it has been up and down, up and down, up and down, up and potentially down again. So it makes it very, very risky in my opinion. And it's potentially suitable for range traders at this point because the median resistance level is right here at 68 and the median support level is right here at 26. So if you're somebody who enjoys getting in and out of the market, Cree could be the one for you. At this point, it looks like that it is already topping out without even reaching the all-time high level, the, the recent high levels of 68, and could be on its way down. If I were to buy Cree at key psychological levels, I would potentially start at the 38% of natural trace mill level of 50, 45, 
and potentially just set my lowest buy limit order at 28 and then sell at 60 or 68 respectively and get out of it. There you have it. I just covered the stocks in the first category of 5G stocks, the semiconductors, and analyze each of them from a fundamental market sentiment and technical point of view. You have to consider your own unique risk tolerance and financial goals when you decide which of these stocks are going to be suitable for your portfolio. If you don't know your risk tolerance, once you register your seat for my free masterclass by going to learn.investiva.com forward slash yes, I will give you my risk management toolkit for free if you stay until the end so that you can calculate your risk tolerance and you can have more certainty when it comes to selecting stocks for your portfolio. In parts two and three of 5G companies by category, I'm going to cover equipment and infrastructure stocks as well as real estate and ETFs in 5G category. So stay tuned, subscribe to my YouTube channel, and I would totally appreciate it if you would hit like this video and share it with your friends so that we can get the Investiva movement going. Thank you so much, you guys, for joining. And remember, the only path to true wealth is by making your money work for you.